All right, what's good with it, y'all? It's Logan here. I got my homeboy, Elijah. Say what's up, Elijah. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Sir, and uh, we're back here again. A little short week this time. Um, we obviously dropped a longer episode last week talking about For All the Dogs. This week we got four albums to talk about. Not going to go near in as much depth, even though some of them might deserve it more than what For All the Dogs deserved. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about these. Um, and kind of just get out of here with a short episode this week. Just let y'all know what's dropped lately and go from there, all right? Um, that being said, though, Elijah, how you been, man? What you been up to lately? Yeah, I mean, I've been good. Um, really just been, you know, trying to work on getting a new job. Um, waiting to hear back from that. I have a second interview um, that's supposed to be lined up hopefully next week. Um, the hiring manager got sick, so he kind of was like, I have to reschedule. But I'm going to talk to him Monday, see what's going on. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, just doing the same, listening to music like always. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, about the same here. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not looking for a new job, but just working, grinding. Uh, you know, still football season. We're nearing the end finally. Um, not that I'm saying I wanted to end. Like, if we could win a state championship, that would be cool. Um, obviously, we all all know, no matter how good you are, the chances of that are extremely slim. But yeah, I can tell the season's getting to me. It's getting tiring. But, you know, we're in it for the long haul as long as it takes, whether that's we got two more regular season games and then a playoff game, whether that's only three games or whether that's, um, what would it be, seven, eight games for a state champ? Either way, whether it's another five weeks after that. Um, let's just say I'm ready for once all that's done, regardless of how long it goes, to just relax for a bit, enjoy some basketball and wrestling <laughs> right, um, i say you know football football is very draining so i, yeah, I can only imagine very very draining <laughs> outside late hours you know traveling all that it gets gets tiring but it is fun you know just a lot of kids to deal with a lot of kids a lot of problems but it is what it is i enjoy it i love it um regardless of how tiring it can be at times um but yeah listen to music i listen to a lot of music um and i honestly say the drops that came out this week were very enjoyable um like i said in introducing us here they were a lot more enjoyable than what we got last week um that being said let's toss it over to elijah for the first one we're going to talk about this offset project yeah so um if y'all already know you know offset's part of the migos um fortunately we only have two of them now um but you know, we can go back and listen to, you know, the old Migos albums. Offset has always kind of been the lyrical standout amongst the group, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you Honestly, he's kind of carried the lyrics of the group when they were still putting music out together. Um, and that was never more obvious than when they all released their solo albums. <clears throat> sorry, is my sound okay? Yeah, no, you're good. Okay, sorry. It looks a little bit on my side. But, um, yeah, it was never more obvious than when they all released their solo albums and Offset's solo album was um, super, super strong, whereas Quavo's and um, Takeoff's weren't exactly on that level. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this Offset album is just a continuation of what he produced earlier, um, except he did it even better, you know? Um, this is not... Like again, he's he has good lyrics. I'm not saying he's a conscious rapper, obviously, but he has some really good lyrics. And this is one of those albums that, like, if you want to base it pure, purely off of lyrics, it might not be in your top. But like, if you put lyrics and sound and just quality together, all combined, in my opinion, is probably in my top 
is definitely in my top 15, um, just based off how much I enjoy this album. <clears throat> um, Offset made it pretty obvious that, you know, in this album, he made it obvious that he has a very good ear for music, um, very good ear for being able to craft sounds that sound good together and throw on um, good features along with himself. Um, you know, him and Cardi B, you know, his wife, whether you like Cardi B or not, one thing you cannot deny is that they sound amazing on songs together. They have great chemistry, you know, um, and it was never more obvious than on this album. Um, both Freaky and um, Jealousy, or Jealous, I think it was just Jealous. Um, Freaky and Jealous, great songs. I loved um, Cardi's contribution to those songs as well as Offset's. I feel like Offset came on very strong, and I feel like Cardi matched his energy very well. Um, I like Fan. Um, that was, you know, those Jealous and Fan were the two singles he dropped before the album came out. So I, you know, I've listened to them multiple times. Um, Fan is a very good, uh, a very good single, very reminiscent of. Um, you know, we're talking about some Project Pat type vibes. Um, he did the flow. You know, if you guys don't know who Project Pat is, if you know Juicy J, it's his brother. Um, so, you know, that's that's kind of the the type of vibes he was going with with that song, and it he did it amazingly. He did it. He pulled it off great. Um, I feel like the, the album as a whole, um, in my opinion, was very strong. He started off strong. He ended very strong. Um, I can't even say there's really a down point of the album. Um, there's not a single song on here that I'm like, oh, he could have done without. And it wasn't a very long album. It was, what, 18 songs? Or was it 14 songs? 21. I think it was 18 songs. 21. It was 21? Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I, I thought it was less songs than it actually was. It wasn't, yeah. you know, the one downside, like I told you, Logan, I felt downside, is that he, you know, made this album so good, the sounds flow so well, that, like, it almost felt too short. Not that it was, but it almost felt too short because it's like you got through everything so quickly. Um, at least my first listen. The second listen, I, I noticed it was a little bit longer than what it felt like the first listen. Not that that took away from it, though. Um, it actually added to my enjoyment yeah. of it. Um, and, you know, I think Worth It is going to be a hit for him. Absolutely. Um, no, Don Toliver yeah. sounds yes. amazing on it. They did a great Don sample Toliver with that. Yep. So, you know, that he's going to have a hit from Worth It. Um, again, fan is good. Um Fan is good, of course. I think Freaky is a pretty solid song. That'll probably be a hit, too, just because it it yeah. sounds like the type of song to be a hit. Um, and, you know, other than that, again, there's some more strong songs, but, you know, I kind of want to give you, Logan, the opportunity to kind of explain what he likes off the album, too. Um, but overall, my feelings about this album, this is a really is a step up from what he started off with, and he started off really, really high for a solo album, so I'm very, very happy. Yeah. Um, enjoyed this album a lot, and I'm very excited to see what he does, you know, with his solo career. Because it seems like, you know, obviously the Migos is no longer a thing because they can't be, but it seems like he's going to continue his solo career. And I think based on this album, he's going to have a very successful solo career. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree with your point that it was a, again, really enjoyed what well, was a Father of Four. I really enjoyed that mm -hmm. project. I agree that it was a, this was a step up from that, just showing his growth as a solo artist. Um, mm -hmm. I agree with the songs that you said that are going to be hits. My favorite song probably was Worth It with Don Tolliver. That song is definitely a standout on this track. Um, I enjoy that he doesn't have too many features. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, for 21 tracks, he has a couple of songs Oops. with features here and there, but nothing crazy. Right. Um, a lot of tracks where he's by himself, and he is able to carry a song by himself, definitely. Um, 
I will say my one takeaway that or like that drags it down, kind of going almost the opposite of what you were saying. I do think it was a little bit too long, like 21 tracks an hour. That's a bit long for a trap project, in my opinion. You do get through it pretty quick. It doesn't feel like awful, like a slog. It's not like for all the dogs where it's like, oh my god, is this thing ever going to end? It's not that bad, but right. It. It, there is still moments where I'm like, okay, it's a little long. Um, could have cut down a bit. I didn't listen to it enough times to tell you where you could cut it down at, but I, I can't say mm-hmm. that. I, I would, I personally would like it a little bit shortened. Um, again, still really good project. Still good um, considering he's a solo trap artist who put out an hour-long project. I'd, it's better than the Young Thug project. It's better than um, Quavo's project. I don't know if I'd say it's better than Gunna's project, just in terms of comparing it to albums that are, you know, of, of a similar vein. Um, but right. he is—he is definitely 100% capable of carrying a project by himself. I don't think this is one that'll get lost in the fold. This is not one that you're going to remember for being crappy either. Definitely not. It's—you're right. going to remember this project. You're going to come back to a couple tracks. Um, I don't think it'll be like something that I'll mention at the end of the year as something that mm-hmm. stood with me, but. I can't say I'll go back and revisit it from time to time, definitely. I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, especially, again, considering the Migos, uh, outside of Offset, don't have great solo careers. And even outside of, you know, culture and before that, they don't have a great track record as a group. You know, everything bef- from culture and back was great, but everything since then, not so great. So it's good to see Offset still got everything in his bag, and he's still improving. And I think the biggest thing this album tells me is like, like I said, um, the emphasis is like what you just said. He's still improving. You know, he's still getting better. Mm-hmm. So like, this is just a great, like again, for a solo, for a solo album. Whoa, that was loud. <laughs> for a solo album, it's great. Yeah. I think we're having yeah, exactly. technical no, difficulties. No, I mean, you sound fine to me. Hold on a second. Okay. You you can still hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, I can I can hear you. I can hear. You. I never couldn't hear you. Okay, there we go. Sorry, my. Just so you guys know, we've been having some technical technical difficulties, mainly me, but I think we're good now. I can I can hear now. Okay, good. Right, so transitioning from that onto the next project we want to talk about, um, Westside Gun dropped. And then you pray for me, which um, seems to be a sequel to his project "Pray for Paris." Especially if mm-hmm. you look at the cover art, it is very much akin to that project. Um, and I'll just start off by saying, anytime Westside Gun is dropping a project, I am excited. He hasn't been dropping as much as he had recently, which I, I do think a lot of people overblow how often Griselda drops. It's really just Conway the Machine dropping a lot. Benny seems like he takes one to two years at least between projects. He has a normal release schedule. And then West Side Gun, he'll have a year where he drops two projects and then a year where he drops one and then he'll take all, you know, he, he's a little bit more calm with his stuff. But what right, I want to talk right. mainly about West Side is how good of a curator he is. So when we talk about curators, what we mean is like a Dr. Dre where, as, as another good example just like West Side where you craft an album and you're not even it doesn't even seem like you're the main feature of the album the main feature is one the production but two the artists that are featured on the project outside of yourself 
Another example would be DJ Khaled, who obviously he doesn't really feature on his tracks outside of the, you know, shouting stuff at the intro, but he curates music and it's bad. He takes big names and he makes bad music. Like I said, we talked about Dr. Dre. West Side Gun is more akin to that. He picks artists that fit, that fit his sound. Obviously, he's more of a rapper than like a DJ Khaled is. He, Khaled is. He's more like a uh, Dr. Dre. I would say he probably raps a little bit more on his own projects. But if you look at what he's dropped since Pray for Paris up until this project, he was featured on, he, like his lyrics made up about 20 to 30% of the projects, maybe getting up there in the 40s. Um, this project featured him more than any other project since Pray for Paris, hitting around 45%, I think, if you look at the actual numbers. Um, but again, that still shows, even this being one of the higher amounts, he does a great job of letting the other artists feel their way through the project as well, you know? Um, so I just want to give him a shout-out for that. Um, and like I said, he also does a great job um, with producers, he ventured more into the trap scene on this one, which allowed him to show a little bit more versati- versatility compared to where he's normally like that boom bap and that, uh, you know, Buffalo gangster rap. Um, so that was very interesting to see. You can hear, um, like, Take Heath on this project and a couple of other more famous um, trap producers. You hear DJ Drama, which has worked with um, West Side before, but just hearing all that come together into a very solid project is always fun to hear. Um, he does give us, in terms of his rapping, He, I think he is at the top of his powers on this one. Granted, he's usually at the top of his powers on his own, on his projects in terms of his own rapping, you know, with his ad-libs, the gun sounds, and stuff like that, and then just with his overall swagger flow and lyricism, he always has some type of funny bar or one-liner, but then he's also saying saying stuff, not, not like conscious rap, but, you know, uh, in terms of gang, more gangster, like boom-bat type rap, it is... He's always saying something interesting, something a little bit deeper, and again, funny bars here and there. So that is as to be expected. Um, as for talking about the features, Benny and Conway, they stand out great. They show their uh, amazing Griselda chemistry on their features. I think Conway had two, and Benny only had one. Um, yeah, yeah, that is correct. You can hear both of them on Costas. You can hear Conway on that song and Mama's Prime Time, which also has Jid. Jid mm-hmm. also lends a really good feature, but I think the two standout features outside of the Griselda projects would be Rick Ross and Denzel Curry. Rick Ross and Conway, not Conway, Rick, Rick Ross and any of the Griselda members, but specifically Westside, I knew would sound good together. Um, I, like, I had no doubts, I just knew that was going to sound amazing. And then Denzel is an interesting one to me because he comes in always a lot more aggressive, but also very lyrical. And I'm just finding more as I hear him that he can honestly work with any artist and kill it. Still the show to a degree, but also not overshadow what the concept of the project is. Um, you also see some features from Jeezy, which I thought was really cool. He obviously is someone that you would expect to sound good with the Griselda artist. You hear ESTG, um, Ty Dolla Sign, Giggs. They all sound great on these on these songs. But the number one artist to me that stood out, aside from who I've already mentioned and obviously West Side Gun himself, was Stove God Cooks. That man was rapping his butt off. He needs mm-hmm. to drop a solo project. I don't know how that has not happened yet. That man needs to get on it. 
overall, this project is great. I am going to say, I've listened to it twice now. I'm going to say, I'm going to come back to this one a lot. I can see this being in my top ten. I have it in my top five right now. But again, too early to say for sure. That's just kind of early projections for me. This is easily one of the best projects of the year, though. Again, West Side Gun always comes with some fire. I thought 10 was a great project, and this is the project coming right up after that. So he's at the top of his powers, even though I think he's kind of coming to an end of his career at the same time, if what I've been reading is true. You never know with artists, but if so, man, he has given us a lot in the past five, six, however long he's been doing this Um and how however long he's been famous for doing it. He's been doing it for longer, but he really just got famous over the last five or so years. So he's mm-hmm. given us a lot, and I do hope it can continue. But that's my thoughts on it. What you got, Elijah? Yeah, I mean, Logan kind of hit it hit it on the head with that with everything, pretty much. I mean, um, in terms of how much I enjoyed this album, I listened to it twice as well. Um, I really liked I liked the album a lot. I liked like Logan said, he's a great West Side Gun is a great curator. Um, this really felt more like a a um, compilation album of just like really great artists, and you know Westside Gun obviously tying it all together with his voice and his you know a little bit of his lyrics. But like I like that on the features, he let the features stand out, and I don't think there's a single feature on this album that I'm just like this album could have done without it. I feel like every single feature, um, I feel like everybody brought their A game basically in terms of yeah. features and everything. Um, I feel like I really enjoyed. Um, Stove God really surprised me. He was um like listening to him. Um, I forgot what song. Hold on, let me see. The song that he was on, like I literally the transition from from um from West Side Gun to him was insane. And like mm-hmm. he stole the show. Uh, he was on a couple songs actually. He's on uh Yeah. He's on eighteen House of Glory uh-huh. and J D Wrist. Um and also ba- Babylon ba- Babylon Biss. And I think it was, I think it was, JD Wrist that I'm talking about, where I felt like he kind of just stole the show. Um, he like stole the show, just his his lyrics, um, and also just his swagger on the song. Like he he was rapping like it was his song, <laughs> and not West Side yeah, Guns, facts. which <laughs> which is funny. Um, but again, it, it felt like everybody was doing that, and and that's that's to me that's a sign of respect to somebody. You know, like like sometimes you outrap somebody, and it's like damn, that's kind of disrespectful. But like the way people were coming on this album was an absolute sign of respect. Like they were giving him their best because it's West Side Gun. He's been, he does a great job of making sound sound great. Um, one thing I really liked about this album, um, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot of sports references in, yes. in everybody's yes. lyrics. And even the title, a lot of the titles of the songs could be construed as sport, mm-hmm. sport references as well. Like references to basketball players and um, yeah. years that are relevant. Like, so it was like it was really cool to like see that he tied that all in together because obviously that was intentional. That wasn't you know that was definitely intentional. Um, and you know I think as far as Griselda, you know they they you know they're always putting out solid projects, and this is another in the long line of solid projects. And yeah. I really like that he got Jid on the feature. I felt like that song Mama's uh it's called Mama's Mama's Prime Time. I felt like. Yeah, Mama's Prime Time. That that was one of the best songs to me, and that's the second song on the album. So it, it just kind of yeah. set my expectations high, and he continued to meet it throughout the album. Um, my own my only thing is again, 
the only negative I really have is again with his curation and again this is a little negative but like because he's such a great curator you don't hear as much of him in his album you know it got to a point where like you get to the middle of the album and you realize like dang I haven't really heard that much of West Side Gun you know I feel like I've heard more of the artists other artists and not much of him again that's a tiny negative because it's a great album and he does a great job curating sound and like like Logan said you know he's more of a curator anyway so it makes sense but you know if you're just looking for like you know him his him standing out um i don't think he necessarily he himself necessarily stood out with his lyrics in this album again not that they're bad or anything but i think what stood out the most about him with this album is again his curation skills his production skills just him um being uh, uh, an artist in general you know mm-hmm. and also that him rapping over a conductor beat oh always always they have amazing chemistry together But yeah, um, if I had to say this is this would be in my top. This is definitely be in my top twenty-five. Um, off of enjoyability, off of just pure like how good this album is, top fifteen, easy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so moving right along. Uh, like I said, I try to get y'all in and out of here as quick as possible. Um, let's talk about this Bad Bunny project. I do not think. We're going to stay long on this one like we did on the last two. Uh, But it is definitely worth mentioning because it is currently projected to go number one from drops this week. Bad Bunny's obviously one of the bigger artists in the world right now. And for good reason, man. He makes good music. Mm -hmm. um, I obviously am not someone who understands what he's saying. That's always been a kind of... (laughs) barrier between me getting into his type of music um, mm-hmm. and a lot of other foreign artists are like you know it's just hard to get into music that you don't understand and I don't want to sit there and read the lyrics and to understand it but as long as the vibe's there as long as it's fun to listen to and I mean even on the songs that aren't like you know hey let's party let's have a good time you can feel the emotion that's coming through or the darkness um, mm-hmm. I specifically felt that on the intro track right away set the tone where I was like oh man this isn't like a this isn't a song I can vibe to. This is a song where I'm like, oh, I, I can feel what he's, I can almost feel what he's saying. I can almost understand just based on the emotion that he's putting out. Um, right. So, I mean, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this project. What about you, Elijah? Yeah, I mean, you know, I have to reiterate what Logan said. It's kind of hard. Um, I don't speak Spanish. Um, I know a little, a little Spanish, but not enough for me to be able to listen to a whole album and know exactly what he's saying without looking at the lyrics. Yeah. Um, so again, it's kind of more off vibes. The vibes of the album are great, um, and I don't mean vibes as in like, oh yeah, it's a party album. Like the vibes are just great. Every song, like look, say you can feel the emotion in it when it's supposed to be an emotional song. You can feel the yeah. darkness when it's supposed to be a dark song. You can feel the happiness when it's supposed to be a happy song. You know, I think yep. he, he, I think that is exactly why he's one of the, he's one of the biggest artists in the world right now. I think I might be wrong. He might be the most streamed artist in the world currently. Um, and I might I might be wrong on that. I don't I'm not entirely sure, but I know if he's not the most streamed artist right now, it's probably I mean, it's probably the weekend, but he's up there. You know, he's definitely top five, if not the most streamed right now. Yeah. Um, you mean like on the Spotify rankings and stuff like that? Yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, so Spotify has him at fourth in the world, which I mean okay. who knows where, where he is on Apple Music also. Yeah, if I had to guess the weekend or or Taylor Swift or something like that, it's number one. Let's see. But like think about it. It would a, be the weekend. A, right. A Spanish artist. He he only Sings slash raps in Spanish. Yeah. So that's the fact incredible. that he's fourth 
in the world says a lot because yeah. I mean it's not just obviously Latin American I mean he's a Latin American artist but it's yeah. not just Latin America that loves him America loves him you know a lot of English speaking America loves him, yeah. a lot of different speaking different language speaking countries love him and there's yeah. good reason the music I mean the music is good there's no reason to knock that the music is good whether you can understand it or not everybody can understand a beat everybody can understand a vibe everybody can understand what somebody's trying to convey with their voice and he does a great job of tying all that together um I can't say anything negative about the album. I'm being honest because I don't, I don't know enough. It's <laughs> managed to say something yeah. negative. And it, so like, it, it honestly <laughs> didn't like. It was a pretty long project, but it didn't feel too long. It was, it was 81 minutes, but it, it, it went by mm-hmm. pretty quick. You know, I kind of listened to it while cleaning the house, while walking the dog, stuff like that. But I mean, it went by pretty quick, honestly. And exactly. if I had to bet, just like his last project, this will probably be nominated for um, album of the year at the Grammys, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think that the last time it was nominated, Mr. Morale deserved it. But hopefully, at the very least, this one can win it and not something like Harry Styles. Right. Yeah. Apparently, people like him, people like him don't win those awards, apparently. I never understood <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just think that, you know, if you put it this way, this is the type of album where, like, if you don't like Spanish music, I mean, you're... Don't you're not gonna like yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because you just don't like it. But if you're open to trying, if you it, voted for Trump, you're not gonna like this album. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you <laughs> if you're open to trying new music, um, this is definitely a nice album to try. It. I mean, and I'm sure pretty much everybody's heard at least one Bad Bunny song. I mean, he's had a, a few songs that have been popular that's been big yeah. in the U.S. You know, so yeah, um, he's he's definitely a good artist. One thing I like, um, just to kind of tie it all up. One thing I really like is that he's, again, he's a singer, but also I think he's also a rapper, obviously in Spanish. And what I really like yeah, is like yeah. he was rapping, he was rapping slash singing over trap beats as well. Like some of those yeah. beats were like, like really dark and menacing beats, and he was making it sound really, really well, doing it really, really well, and he was sounding well over it too. Yeah, you know, you got me wanting to go back and listen to it again. I wasn't even planning on doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's, it's one of those albums where it's like. It's like it's just a fun album. You don't even have to know what he's saying to like just enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, enjoyable project if you enjoy his music and especially if you can understand what he's saying. I think you'll think you'll love it even if you don't give it a shot. You know, you might be surprised. I wasn't going to listen to it and I said, "You know what? Let's just let's do it. Enjoyed it a lot." Um That being said, we got one more to bring to y'all and that would be A Great Chaos by Ken Carson. Um I can't say that King Carson's one of my favorite favorite artists of all time or anything like that. I don't know about you, Elijah. Um, I mean, honestly, my opinion, he sounds like a, a mix of Playboy Carter and Little Uzi Vert, and I don't mean that yep. in a good way. Which is which is it, that's fun, you know. He sounds okay. Right. He doesn't sound bad. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, just like the Destroy Lonely project that dropped, I believe it was earlier this year, which uh, I only bring that up because Destroy Lonely is on this project three times, and they obviously have a lot of chemistry together. You know, this is enjoyable. Um, it's not too long. It's only 46 minutes, uh, so it's pretty quick to get through. Like At the very least, whether you like it or not, 46 minutes, you can, you can always do that. Um, right. It gets a little repetitive. Um, there's not himself. enough keeping me there to say like, oh, I'm gonna, yeah, I want to listen to this over and over and over again. Like I said there's three <clears> destroy <throat> lonely features. One of those also has Uzi on it on the song like this, 
Um, obviously, you see a lot of comparisons between Ken Carson and Destroy Lonely and Uzi and Playboy Cardi, especially from the artwork. I mean, this straight up looks like artwork that would be on a Playboy Cardi project, if we're being totally honest. Um, right. I think it's enjoyable. I think it's forgettable, honestly. Um, and that's I, I don't I don't think that's per se a negative. That's just kind of my thoughts on this particular brand of music. Now, that being said, we compared them to Playboy Cardi. I think Whole Lot of Red is one of my favorite albums of the last five years. So, take that with a grain of salt. It's just Ken Carson has not reached that level to me yet. But, the one thing I will say, according to current projections, Ken Carson is supposed to outsell Offset. Um, them both having dropped on Friday. So, that's extremely interesting. 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 Cool to me. I think it's cool that his fans ride for him like that. So, Shout out to that. If y'all enjoy him, by all means, this is a monumental moment for y'all. I Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't think that's very deserved at all. But hey, you know what? I'm not going to hate on someone who's... Again, I, I don't hate... Didn't hate the album. I don't hate him as an artist either. This is not me trying to like, trash him. But that's another reason why numbers aren't everything when it comes to music. Because there's no yeah. way that this album was better than Offset's album. Just just saying. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was better, no. So I'm going I'm to start with some negatives, and then I'll go into positives. Um, negatives, like this, song is fine, but that song is the perfect encapsulation of why I'm not a big Ken Carson fan. Because you hear him, then you hear Uzi, and like, yeah. I'm like, oh, why don't I just listen to Lil Uzi? Because yeah. Yeah, it's like the same music, just slightly worse. And it's like, why would I yeah. want to listen to slightly worse than just the, you know what I'm saying? So that's my negatives about this album as well this sounds like a little Uzi Playboy Cardi album this sounds like a collab album they would have put out like when when Playboy Cardi first dropped you know when when they had yeah. um, back when he he released Playboy his first album Playboy Cardi this sounds like that type of era of music and mm-hmm. I mean we're, we're going on what seven almost seven years now since that dropped so it's like going back to that it's kind of like <sighs> Again, I'm not trying to be too negative um, because yeah. I I liked the vibes of the album. I liked I liked the album. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad album at all. I just don't think that his sound is something that's for me. If I'm being honest, um, yeah. just because yeah. I, I've heard like, too like many I said, artists it's a, like him. It is a, it is an easy listen. It's just is it a great project? You know, you can be an right. easy listen and be a mediocre project, which is I exactly. think would be the perfect way to describe this. Yeah, and again, I'm, it's mediocre. It's mid. There it is. It's mid. There you go. <laughs> and I mean, Ken Carson's a newer artist. Um, he hasn't been out for yeah. too too long. So like, this is not an indictment on him because I mean, this album is fine. This is a you know, this is not a bad album by any means. Um, yeah. I just hope that um, I hope that he finds his sound <laughs> and is not too much trying to be a mix of Playboy Cardi and Little Uzi because like, mm-hmm. we already have both of them already. Um, yeah. I just my this basically this is one of those albums where it, it'll get lost in the sauce. Honestly, it's going to get lost in the sauce. Like in yeah. three four yeah. months, nobody's going to really remember this album oh. unless you're a huge fan of That's him. Only only no. his fans will remember it. Yeah, only fans of him. I mean, you know, the general public aren't going to care anymore. And you know, hey, look, it, it is perfectly fine for an artist to come out and not necessarily you know hit it out the park on it on their first few albums or whatever. So. I, I think yeah. there's enough there where he can build off of this album. Like I said, not a bad album. Um, this is something you can build off it's of and become better. 
Right, exactly. He has the potential. Yeah. I just would like to see. Um, I honestly would like to see more features on the next album and not just yeah, and him not with just Destroy the ones that you expect. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, let's, I'd like let's to see venture out of our comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, maybe spend exactly. a little bit of that budget on you know different type of art. You know, get a Denzel Curry. You know, get right. I, think, I just throw him out because I already talked about him on features, you know. And I think that I think that might have actually like if he had other features other than Uzi and and, and Destroy Lonely, I think that might have actually made the album a lot better to me. I think it's just the album yeah. is very much sounds like one whole one long song basically. It also doesn't help that Uzi and Destroy Lonely are neither the best feature artists. You know, they have had like, Uzi specifically because Destroy Lonely again is not someone that I go to listen to very often but Uzi specifically has the track record of not being the best feature artist he has a couple tracks where he is good but for the most part eh you know right yeah it just really depends on um, it really depends on with Uzi it really depends on what album or what song he's on because um, he has some gems like Bad and Bougie it was a great feature by him yeah. and then he has a lot of duds if I'm being honest um, but yeah, I mean, this one, this feature was at least a solid one. I don't think it was a bad one. I don't think it was like stand out necessarily either. But you know, again, it's kind of like the album. Kind of, it's probably forgettable if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely forgettable. So, yeah, overall, that was probably the worst project to drop this week. I would say the best one was West Side Guns. Elijah might tell you it was Offset. Realistically, the one that's going to be remembered the most is going to be Bad Bunny. So we had a pretty yep. solid release week and Ken Carson. Mm-hmm. Again, not hating on the Ken Carson project. <laughs> out of what we did get, you know. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I think the West Side Gun and Offset album were pretty are um, on similar tiers for me because you know I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the Offset album a lot. You know, like like basically, if it was enjoyability, yeah. Offset's up here, uh, West Side's right here, and if it's about like quality. "Quote unquote," and this is not a negative again, but you know they just flip basically, yeah. so they're kind of even out in, yeah. in my mind. So, yeah, um, absolutely, that's why I think, I think both of them did exactly what you want them to do. Exactly, and I love that. This is a very good release week. I feel like this is the best release week we've had in a, in a minute, honestly. Um, yeah, just yeah. over overall. Yeah. And release it, it is a little bit of a surprise how good it was. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and I'm very happy with what we got this week. Um, Hopefully we can get another one before the end of the year because we're kind of getting to that point where things start trailing off. You know, we're close to the cutoff for the Grammys. Not many people mm-hmm. drop in December. Really big music. Um, we're halfway through October already. So hopefully we can have one or two more big release weeks with some really good quality music. Um, Kanye is kind of in the era of talking about dropping new music, so maybe in the next two years we'll get something from him. Um you still yeah, have the potential I mean, to get a Taylor Swift Taylor's version coming up later this year. I don't know <laughs> if that's been officially announced or not. Um, so maybe there are a couple big artists that could still drop something. Um, yeah, it's also been a while since Eminem dropped, and you never know when he's going to randomly drop something. I don't even know why I'm throwing that true. out there, but yeah, it's always a possibility with him. He doesn't really announce his projects anymore. Yeah, I think I think we're at the point of the year. So just to you know what Logan was saying the Grammys cut off I think it's in November if I'm correct I can't remember the exact yeah, day yeah. but it's in November so like any any album that's released after that time is going to be considered for the, the next year's Grammys so yeah. a lot of times artists and, and the fear for dropping then is mm-hmm. you'll get forgotten exactly or you'll drop right before that cutoff and then your album doesn't have enough time to even 
like you can have a great album, but if you drop before that cutoff and you're considered for this year's Grammy, then you're kind of screwed because no matter how good your album is, if it drops too soon, it's not going to have enough time to, you know, really get enough traction to get up there. Um, but, you know, like Logan said, I'm, I'm confident that we're going to get at least one more week like this. I mean, it may not be big names. We may see some, you know, some yeah. lesser known artists or maybe just some lesser heard from artists that drop some good projects. Um, yeah. You know, uh, th- on that note, um, looking towards next week. Right now, I don't see anything that we would even consider talking about, except Sampha is supposed to be dropping. Which, okay, if you don't know, it's been what five years, six six years since he's dropped a project, and I loved that original project process. So, God willing, that project will drop, and it'll be just as good, if not better. Yeah, I mean. Sampa, Sampa is a great, I mean, he's been, you know, he's been great ever since I heard him um, on Drake's, you know, I think he was on, he was on, nothing was the same was the first uh, time I heard no, him. Well, nothing was the same, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But ever since I've heard him, ever, ever since I've heard him on features on anybody else's song, it's just, he's always killed it. He's always been great. So. And you, you know what's funny? The mm-hmm. next week, um, October 27th, Taylor Swift is supposed to drop 1989 Taylor's version. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that's gonna I'm sure that's gonna be one we have to talk about. So I guess I have to listen to that. But no, we're gonna have right. to. We're gonna have to. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good album though. That's a good album. Listen, I I'm I'm not a hater, but I'm also not a fan, a huge fan of Taylor yeah. Swift. But that I'll that admit, was kind of during her. Um, that was during her. I'm gonna say era um, where she was dropping good music from 1989, which that should not have taken the Grammy over to Pimp a Butterfly. But regardless, that is still a good project. 1989, Red. Um, all, all the way through Reputation, I think, was kind of her best era, if, you, if you'll allow me to say that. So, could be fun. And it's always fun to hear her on, like, some In the Vault tracks and mm-hmm. some uh, songs where she has a random feature added to a track we already heard. I think on her last one, she dropped a song with um, uh, Haley Williams, so that was cool. Even if that track didn't stand out that much, it was cool to hear regardless. So, maybe we'll get something else like that. Yeah, I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get a hidden track about Travis Kelsey, too. Oh, dear God. <laughs> you I'm know, glad um, he's making her famous, man. Right. You must help dating a, dating a, dating a NFL player. <laughs> oh, man. Who knows where she'd be without him? That is, my, that is my favorite new trend on TikTok, just talking about how she's getting, she's going to blow up because of him. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, she's a, you know, Taylor was one of the, obviously one of the biggest artists in the world. You know, she's one of, yeah. one of the best, biggest artists of all time at this point. So, you know, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it, but you know what? I'll go into it with a, with a, with an open mind. It's always worth listening to. If for nothing else, I mean, if you have, I'm assuming you haven't, you might have never heard that album, actually. If you have, it's been a long time, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I remember some songs of it. Yeah. I, well, ironically, granted, it's not mine. It's uh, my wife's, but we have that album on uh, vinyl. So I do. I wow. do enjoy that one. I about to say it probably sounds good on vinyl. Like that's that's definitely one of those yeah, that sounds good yeah, on vinyl. Because yeah. um, bad bad blood was on that album, right? I think that was red. <laughs> that was red. Hmm. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine had um. Let's see what it had on there. Shake It Off. Shake It Off was the big song on Blank Space. Shake It Off. 
Uh, it was Bad Blood. Bad Blood was on that. I stand corrected. My apologies. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Because um, I remember, I remember that Good time. Song. That was like a, a big, a big song Swifty. too. <laughs> See, like I told you, I know songs off the album. I just, you know. But again, um, I'm willing to give it a chance. And also, I'm gonna. I just want to say this before you know we log off. I do want to support. I do love the fact that she's remaking all her albums. And re-releasing them yeah. because you know the the you guys didn't know big controversy happened where um, Scooter Braun basically brought out her um, catalog and when someone buys your catalog or somebody owns rights to your music that means that you technically can't do anything with that music unless they say you can mm-hmm. and um, I don't know all the intricacies but I'm sure that he he doesn't he doesn't seem like a good dude put it that way um, so yeah. I like that she's that she's re-releasing her music under her own um, yeah. like on her own and I love that she's doing it too because it proves how good of an artist she is you know I, I can respect yeah, I can always yeah. respect and those the artists they're, that, they're still getting number ones whenever they release too even though they're just basically re-releases with a few extra songs so yeah right it's it's also fun to hear her do her old music with her new sound now because like she just went back and redid uh, Speak Now and that was one of her more country albums um, obviously, mm-hmm. she hasn't gotten to the point where she's redoing her debut album, her self-titled project. That's one I'm excited to hear because that was very much a country twangy type of project, and she does not have that sound anymore. And on an album like Speak Now, she changed that a little. Like, it sounded completely different with mostly the same lyrics. One small lyrical change that I can remember from a more problematic um, lyric. It as problematic as a Taylor Swift album can be, but. I mean, the, the sound is very problematic. So I would be interested to. I, I will be very interested to hear that. Now, I will say, my she has three left, and obviously, 1989 is the one up next. I'm excited to hear Reputation because a lot of people hate. That's probably her most polarizing project. A lot of people hate it because it's so different. A lot of people love it. I'm one of the people who loves it. That's the close. That's the closest to like the hip hop scene she gets. She gets a song with Ed Sheeran and Future. She's very aggressive on that project. I would love to see if she would have more from the vault tracks with other rappers let's get a kanye feature (laughs) yeah right (laughs) that's that's something you know how much that song would sell (laughs) that would destroy twitter spotify apple like those sites would shut down and not exist anymore if a song like that dropped because she's already one of the biggest if not the biggest artist in the world he's one of the biggest rappers of all time and they have that beef if you will they seem to have cleared everything up for the most part whether thing at least in the public they have so that would just be such a big moment for music in general yeah i would i would be i would be entirely surprised if that ever happens but i would gladly listen to that happening i would gladly listen to it in a heartbeat if it it came out because that's like that'd be one of the biggest moments ever Yeah, but no. Overall, I do hope I, I do look forward to hearing more of that sound because that was again my favorite um, version of her music. So, hey, you know, I know a lot of people who did not like it because it's so different from what she usually puts out. But I think that's why I did like it. She, I like the aggressive version of her. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I feel like when things are, uh, I like when things when artists step outside their comfort zone, of course, um, because yeah. I, I mean, and again, I. I don't know if she really stepped outside her comfort zone or if she just did something that she's been wanting to do for a while. Because the one thing about Taylor Swift, she's very much, she's very flexible. She's been very flexible throughout yeah. her career in terms of changing her sound. So there's no guarantee that she actually stepped out of a comfort zone. And 
But yeah. she definitely didn't play it safe, put it that way. She didn't play safe with that album. And I like when artists do yeah. that because, you know, again, I appreciate true, true artistry. And I may not be a big Taylor Swift fan, but I can respect her artistry. I can respect her as an artist and how great of an artist she is, a music musician she is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Got a little off topic there at the end. Just looking forward to what's coming out next. Um, like I said, we look forward to seeing what, what's dropping. Hopefully some more good music can come. But that being said, let us know what y'all thought about this, the releases this week. And I'll let you close it out, Elijah. Yeah, I mean, you know, standard standard things, guys. You know, just follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Interact with us. Let us know how you how you liking it. Um, you know, we're we're experimenting with new setups. Um, I think this one's going to release a day earlier than it usually does. So we're kind of experimenting with just new um, windows of releasing and new things to do. So just let us know how you feel about those things. Um, you know, and we will take any suggestions you guys have. And you know. I'm not going to say we're going to apply them, obviously, because we can't do everything. But, you know, we're going to take what you guys like and try to do that more and what you guys don't like and try to do that less. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you know, just follow us on, on everything. Keep keep interacting with us um, and keep following our TikTok because our, our TikTok is going to be our main source of like new things outside of the actual podcast where we're, you know, have more interactions with you guys as well. Yep. That's the goal. So. Make sure y'all do those things. Listen to the man. He knows exactly what he's talking about. That will help us grow, help us get more content out to you. That being said, I hope y'all enjoyed. Peace. Peace out.